I want the fairy tale. I want the Prince Charming. She... <laughs> How do I put this? Isn't a fan of my kissing style. So we were boyfriend and girlfriend for about 12 hours. He's in a trash bin. He's non-recyclable. Catch you never. I love being in love. I love love. On today's episode of Where's Your Head At? We have Phoebe Thompson, our fellow season two Love Islander. We'll be talking all things personal websites, her portrayal on Love Island and her love life post show. Stay tuned. Where's Your Head At is a podcast that talks all things relationships, breakups, reality TV, trending shows, and everything in between. This is your new go-to destination for laughs, gossip, intimate details, advice, and much more. Hey, Phoebe. <laughs> Welcome. <laughs> is this so weird? I know. I haven't seen you guys in so long. Yes. We've been, we've been wanting to catch up with you and we've been so flat out that we were like, we have to get her on the podcast. Then we can just have like a massive session just having a chat and like. I know. I was saying to Anna before, you might be good friends with Anna, but I was pushing for you to get on this podcast, if not more than Anna was. I, I mean, was, really? I was, it's not a competition now. I'm not we saying it is, but I was saying, I was saying I really want to have a chat with Phoebe on this podcast about some of these topics. So <laughs> let's get her on. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I no, messaged thanks. you as well. Yeah, no, like, you did message me. No, thanks, Matt. I really appreciate that. That's, right. <laughs> that's you. Yeah. Just to be clear, I, I really wanted you on. Yeah, so that shows how much I wanted you on. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. So how's your life been since leaving the Love Island Villa? Honestly, it's kind of like very up and down, mm. very emotional. You know, I feel like I've come a long way in the past two years and especially like coming out of Love Island and being triggered by everything and being extremely sensitive to now kind of like kind of rolling with it, if if that makes sense. Do you think it like it almost like made you more mature and grow up a little bit more? Yeah, definitely. And it's made me see television and social media and everything in a completely different light and especially the people even the influencers and how everything kind of works it's made me see that in completely different light Mm. and it's not it's not a positive one I Mm. wouldn't say yeah but in generally in just how kind of fake and how everything's very controlled and people aren't really who they who Mm -hmm. they say they are who they're you know, trying to portray themselves to be on social media. Yeah. It's all kind of... It's a brand, right? It's, everything's a brand. Mm. Yeah. Mm. And it's always disappointing when you see someone online and you're like, oh, you're really inspiring or you're this or you're that, and then you meet them in real life and you're super disappointed with what you get. You're like, oh, shit, like that's such a letdown. Yeah, that's happened so many so times many with times. people and they're just like... They're really narcissistic and they're really rude and they're cold and they don't have time for anyone or anything or they need to be the centre of attention all the time and if Mm. they're not getting that attention then they almost sulk. I've been in situations like that. It's That's bizarre. so embarrassing for him. <laughs> I've had also, I've had interactions with people as well where they only give people time of day if you have like a certain amount of followers or if you're like... If you can do better for their brand. Yeah, if, you, can, yeah. if you have something to offer, offer them. them. And yeah. I think that's... It's all transactional. Correct. And that's like a real testament when you meet someone and you have nothing to offer them and they're just kind and like a genuine person and that's so rare to find these days like we've Mm. spoken about this as well it's just it's hard and as you said it is disappointing when you meet people and they're 
they're a bit of a letdown. Yeah, absolutely. It, it happens quite often. Mm. <laughs> Let's go back to Love Island because I remember us being on Love Island. We entered the villa together and I remember you were having a really tough time when we first got in there. Like, obviously, there's cameras on you 24-7 and mm. you were just like, Anna, what the fuck have I signed up for? Like, this is too much. Like, I knew I signed up to be on a reality TV show. I remember you saying this, but, like, I don't even have any privacy to, like, go to the toilet. I don't know if it was our particular season because I've seen, you know, maybe on in other countries or even this very last season there was a – I don't know if it's to do with, like, money, but I just don't feel like – it was very comfortable. In what way? Like how like we were living? Like the villa, like how we were living, how everything was kind of set up. I feel like it was very rushed. I, I felt like they didn't have enough money. Yeah. The whole like, thing was set up to not make us feel comfortable, I felt. Like I agree. Like, like the bright lights the and bright the young lights. colours. Like, even, yeah. like, even down to how they would set the kitchen up, like if things were put in annoying places. So like you had to <laughs> yeah, like- Yeah, yeah, no, that's had, so true. You had to like walk from one side of the kitchen to get- It was just all to fuck with us, I felt. So you're constantly on edge. Yeah. And, like you're constantly out of your comfort zone and like at, like something like tiny could happen and you're like bully your eyes Yeah, it was, so emo- like, it was yeah. so emotional. I wasn't even in there that long and I feel- How I, long were you in there for? I don't even know. <laughs> I Not just, long. Like a week or something. I remember we used yeah. to call you, uh, now quite mean, <laughs> Negasaurus Rex. Because <laughs> you would walk around all negative. <laughs> I was so off it. Like, I was so off it. I was like, what the fuck is this? But you know what? I just feel like you were saying what everyone was thinking. Like, I was yeah. like, what the fuck have I signed up for? But I was like, Anna, just like, keep going. Yeah. Just keep pushing forward. Keep pushing forward. But you were like, no, this no, is I was like, no, fuck this. Fuck this. <laughs> I'm very much like that. I find it very hard to like... Like, I'm quite an emotional person and yeah. I have no filter a Respect lot of the time. Yeah. I just felt like I got fucked over. Yeah. Like, in- I just, in more ways than one coming in there. Yeah. I almost feel like reality TV in Australia, especially, is just not for people of color. Mm. Oh. Yeah. I didn't even watched all of the most recent season, but yeah. I feel like. Even with Taku, who was very popular at the beginning, mm. it's kind of like they looked at our season and were like, oh, we can't just have any token black people. Yep. They need to have some sort of, you know, main character. So they had Taku, who was like really popular at the beginning, and yeah. then cue the aesthetic white couple and then Taku gets no airtime because mm. they've ticked off that box. Yeah. And I just, I don't know. It's like, do you reckon that's what it was or do you reckon he just couldn't find a connection? Because we did recaps of Love Island and we were like really wanting him to find a connection and every single person that he kind of got with, he was like, nah, no connection, no connection, which hats off to him. He was like true to himself. Yeah. But watching it, it felt like. And they're not going to follow someone that's single the whole time. I guess yeah. so, but you never know. You we never, never know. know with the editing. This you never know well. what's this going on because right. anyone they can make out any situation to be something that it's not. We know so firsthand. we just never know. Yeah. We just yeah. never know. Yeah. But like at the same time coming to Love Island, I was kind of like, I don't think any of the boys in here are actually attracted to me. No, mm. oh, I wouldn't say that. <laughs> 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 I, mean, I, mean, I, think I think a no. lot of the boys were attracted to you. I think that it, because of the state of mind you're in and how you were just like not enjoying the thing, I think it was hard for anyone to actually like. Yeah, I push I push people away. What I do in relationships, yeah. Yeah, I'm like, hard. I make it very hard for people to even get close yeah. to me. Get close, yeah. And I do like, yeah. So do you regret going on then? 
I don't regret going on it mm. because it obviously opened up a lot of avenues for me. I made some like amazing friends. Yeah. I wish I had a little bit more support. I wish I had a better understanding of what I was going into. Yeah. And I kind of do feel a little bit played by the producers because yeah. they were like, you know, they scouted me mm. and they were said, promise me that there was going to be, you know, a, a man. grown man, <laughs> a tall grown man who was going to be into me. Yeah. Like, do you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> was I, I not there, Phoebe? The- <laughs> you were, you, no, you, were, you were literally, your head was in Vanessa's arse. Like, <laughs> yeah, oh, look, if I had my time again, we won't get into that. I would no. never have gone there. I mean, look, I think one of the best things about Love Island is we all made really great friends. Yeah. I know you live with Cassie still. Yeah, mm-hmm. you live with Cassie. I want to talk about Vanessa because you guys <laughs> you guys came off the show were friends mm-hmm. weren't friends then there was the photo where Van- I think you guys had taken some photos Vanessa had posted it on her social media pretended on her only fans that you were up there when you weren't and you were kind of like what's going on that wasn't so me and Vanessa were friends yeah. no Actually, when she came out of Love Island, she called me a snake in an interview. Oh, did she? Yeah, yeah. There was oh, some fuck. weird shit going on there. She's called everyone everything. But I didn't. I don't really care about that. And yeah. then we became close. Yeah. And then that's not even what the problem was and why we stopped talking. We're fine now. Okay. Um, so you guys are friends again. We're friends again. Okay. What, We're fine. We're why fine did now. you stop talking? Well, I'm gonna have to bring up another cast member. Okay, that's fine. Cartier. Okay. Why would happen? So you stopped talking to Vanessa because of Cartier? Oh, I don't know, because I'm going to be opening up another can of worms and it's just like I'm not friends with Cartier anymore. I'm going to put that out there and I never will be friends with her ever again. Yeah. Right from the start, Vanessa could see something in Cartier that a lot of other people couldn't. Mm. And so after the show, I was close with Vanessa and Vanessa, I feel like she was quite sensitive about me hanging out with Cartier. Okay. Like, you know, we had a little tiff over this the photograph. Yeah. And not that I have any issues with the photograph or her posting it, but I had an issue with just, like, insinuating that I was on her OnlyFans yeah. and I wasn't. Yeah. I kept getting, like, a million messages from people and it was I just felt a bit overwhelmed. I think it was a big deal when she did that because it was insinuating that you were on her OnlyFans when you weren't and you also didn't have any sort of website or anything like that at the time. So that was, like pushing you out of your comfort zone. Yeah, it mean it was like she did ask me if she could post the photo. I was yeah. fine with it, okay. but I didn't like what I wasn't okay with was insinuating that I was on on, there. on the website, which is totally fair enough. Yeah, so I just said to her, like, just, like, let me know if you're going to post stuff like that. And I just don't want people to think that I'm on there when I'm not because I'm getting so many messages. And then that sort of put a rift in our relationship. And then obviously the Cartier stuff. Mm. And then she stopped talking to me. Like, I tried to reach out with her and I was like, I don't want to lose our friendship. And um, But she just cut me off. Wow. Are you friends with anyone else from the show still? Yeah. I talked to, I think I talked to pretty much. Everyone. Everyone apart from obviously I don't talk to the twins. Yep. Don't talk to Cartier. Yep. Jared. Oh, and I don't fucking <laughs> talk to Jared either. <laughs> I mean, I, yeah, I'll reply to a couple of your close friend stories. So I can't find them quite funny sometimes. Can we talk about what happened with Jared? Because I don't think this is like public knowledge. And I just think it's like, oh, put out there. mate, Jared. 
Okay, I actually think Jared is a harmless, like, I don't even give him a thought in the day. He's yeah. just, I, yeah, whatever. But, you know, how he behaved on Love Island, there were some things that were not shown and mm. how he behaved I did not agree with, but I didn't make a big deal about it because I'm trying to focus on my own life. Mm. Yeah. But then afterwards I just kept seeing this stuff on Instagram that was just like kind <laughs> of very, I found it very misogynistic. Yeah. And just kind of ridiculous. And I made one little comment on one of his posts and (laughs) Uh, he just got, he had his sister on me. Oh, I remember this. He had like, he just can't take any criticism whatsoever. And I think what he does on social media is he deletes any negative comment or anyone disagreeing with him. Mm. But pretty much it was, he just kept insulting females in the fitness industry. Yeah. I think he was trying to copy, um, what's his name, Paul Alima. <laughs> yeah. The thing that triggered me the most is when he did this post about, like, if you're an alcoholic, just stop drinking. Like, And he went ranted so on about all this stuff. And I was like, first of all, if you're an alcoholic and you like depend on alcohol and you just stop cold turkey, you can die. <laughs> yeah. Like he just, and then I saw this other post where he was talking about women who have had babies and I was like, mate, you're like 24. You come from a very privileged family. Yeah. The way he delivers information, especially when it's about female or female issues or female people in the fitness industry, it's just so misogynistic. Mm. And I just made one little comment and he couldn't handle it. And you know what? I actually take my hat off to you because I remember you, he was kind of like trying to call people out because he's a PT, I think, and being like, no one can give advice and I like, I should only be able to give advice. And he was calling other people out in our season for doing fitness or like nutritional things or whatever. And then I think a guy did it and he said nothing. He shut up. But as the moment a girl was doing something wrong, he was all over it or what he classified as being wrong. He was all over them. And I was like, wow, like, you, why do you have like t- one rule Double for women standards. and one r- rule for men? It's not cool. He's got issues with women. Yeah. 100%. Mm. All right, so on Love Island, you obviously didn't build a connection with any of the guys. Yeah. I blame you. No, I'm kidding, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. Matt's like, what about me? <laughs> you know what? I actually got along with Adam really well. I and I feel did. like, yeah, you knew that I got along with yeah. Adam really well. You guys were always talking. It was like I could see that there was a connection with you guys. But then I found it weird because Adam was the one who essentially kicked you out of the villa. I know. Which was just kind of like... And we talk now. I feel like I have quite a good relationship with him now. Yeah. But I I know for a fact that it was him and not Cartier who was like the leader in that decision. So that's why I was kind of like, that's so strange. But anyway. Maybe it's because... No, I already said it. Say it. (laughs) Maybe it's because he was in love with me. I think so. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, shit. He's like, I can't keep looking. He's like, I've hit the golden goose here. I need to get rid of the... (laughs) (laughs) I'm joking, I'm joking. All right, so you didn't build a connection with any of the guys, so you ended up coupling with Cassie in a Love Island first, the first girl-girl couple. Mm -hmm. A lot of people said that wasn't genuine. Was it genuine? I mean, I can only speak on my behalf. Mm. It wasn't not 
was not genuine. I was like, if I have to pick someone who I feel like I have the strongest connection to mm. and I have attraction to, it would have been Cassie. Cassie. I mean, it was a huge moment. Like, yeah. you guys basically hadn't told your families that you were both attracted to women. Mm. And I guess on national television, you guys basically put your hands up and was like, hey, this is who I am. Like, and, you know, it was a really, like, amazing moment. Like, I was so proud of you as a friend. I was like, wow, this is so cool. It Aww. was. It was. Yeah, it was awesome, Martha. Question. When the yeah. cameras, like, stopped rolling and, like, you know, you guys hung out in Sydney and, like, you know, whatever, did anything ever happen or, no. like, go further with you guys? Everyone wants, even two years later, <laughs> I <laughs> still get messages. Like, people are like, I've had messages from people being like, you and Cassie live together now and they think that, like, we're actually secretly together. Really? I can, see, like, I can see where they, their head's at on that. Like, <laughs> Currently, there's nothing going yeah. on between me and Cassie. But the question is, you're asking, has there ever? Mm. Yeah. And what does that mean? Are you asking if we've been intimate? Yeah. Maybe. Okay. So you have. <laughs> no. no. <laughs> yeah. So you technically, like, live with your ex in a way. I can't. I honestly can't think of these Love Island little thingies as, like, relationships. Yeah. It was I'm, just, like, it's just, like... You know, Do you consider I didn't, Vanessa your ex? Do you well, when I caught up with her after the show, she said she considers me as her ex. Wow. I didn't, but she said she does. Yeah, she's just trying to mendoose you. <laughs> and my dumb ass was like, yeah. Okay. <laughs> you were like, yeah. <laughs> I can imagine Matt like me. Like, oh. Okay, Phoebe has a new business venture and we're going to talk about that next. All right, Phoebe. So we've seen you have a new business venture. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Pretty much, I'm doing essentially uh, OnlyFans, but I'm not on OnlyFans. I have my own website, yeah. which is phoebethompson.com. Subscribe. I was yep. about to say, make sure you plug <laughs> it. Plug that. <laughs> so, I honestly, I have to feel like with talking about my website, I have to go back to how I was portrayed on Love Island. Yeah. And what came from that. Let's so, jump in. Me and Anna kind of like, when we entered the villa, we already had a narrative created for each of us. Mm. And I remember seeing, after I came out, seeing this article about us and it was like, Anna, you know, the Aussie girl, like girl next door, like, and then Phoebe, the like sexy vixen. So Anna was already like the, you know, the conservative, the, you know, the girl next door, the innocent one. And I was already like this, you know, promiscuous yeah, woman. Man eater, whatever. So that already was set in stone. And then going on the show and then, you know, saying that I'm attracted to girls as well, I feel like women who are bisexual always immediately get put in this category as they're promiscuous, they're oversexualized, even just having massive boobs. Mm. Like people see massive tits and they think, oh, she's just down to fuck. So you put all those things together. So the narrative that I've, the producer had created, me saying I'm attracted to girls as well and having massive tits. And I know that sounds silly, the boobs thing, no, but it, it is a thing. It's a you thing. Know? And then coming out of Love Island, I, for about a year and a half, had so much pressure from people to do OnlyFans. Mm. And I was like, I've just been given this character and everyone wants me to be sexualized and everyone wants me to, you know, talk about sex and be about my body and mm. do OnlyFans. And I was like, well, fuck it. If that's what you want me to do, then I'll fucking do it. And by everyone, you mean? People Your who followers. are following me. Mm. And yeah. like, 
you know, I almost feel like I've been pressured to be, you know, a symbol of sex. Mm. But, you know, I didn't put that on myself. It was put on me. Yeah. You know? I mean, look, I totally agree with you. Like, when I came out of Love Island, obviously we didn't know what the promo videos they were going to create. We just went to the shooting day and, you know, like said what we had to say and that was that. And then we came off and there was two videos that were put out. The tone was completely different. Like, mine's was just, like, you know, like, playful and fun and happy-go-lucky and yours was, like, super sexualized and, and I was like, wearing black yeah and like, like you did whoa. like a full like like slut drop, drop kind of thing I did that too like just FYI like they made me do that they were like and drop down and I was like okay as a, but as like they but yeah sorry to interrupt you but like yeah they've like they put out two wildly different perceptions of us and it's hard to not like fall into the narrative that a producer kind of puts out there so on tv like the audience without even knowing either of us kind of already has like a predetermined idea of what they think of us yeah as i mean i'll give my opinion because we watched them both before we came in here and i don't i can see what you guys are saying but i didn't get that from watching it really? I, I didn't know i didn't get that at all i thought you were just yeah phoebe like i did not think of it as like a promiscuous really? or anything like that no i mean the music was a bit more I'm like about. a bit more yeah like like a bit more like promiscuous, but what you're saying and, and it was like normal Love Island stuff that girls say. Mm. I didn't get that thought at all. There's just it a different tone. There was a different tone and just Maybe like, it went straight over my head. Yeah, I it would <laughs> That wouldn't be a shocker. Um, <laughs> what? It wasn't, it, it wasn't even just the promo, but it was just how even the articles and how they spoke about us, we were, yeah. it was, you know. Polar opposites. Polar opposites, day and night, you know. Yeah. Yin and yang, it was just they wanted that. They wanted Anna to be the good girl and me to be the naughty girl. Anna's the angel, I'm the devil. Well, they always predetermine how people are going to go in or what they think they're going to be like. I'm pretty sure I was meant to be the dumb model who, like, is a player. (laughs) And then they realised, no, he's not really like that. You know what I mean? So sometimes it can change. But that's not reality TV. Reality TV is, like, people in the real world going in and just being themselves without... Producers or, you know, a channel trying to create that. I know, but like, but it's just good for people to know that like, it's actually when you watch someone on TV, they're being made to look in a way that the producer has already manufactured in their own head. It's not actually who they are, what they are, what they stand for. And I think it's good for people to really be aware of that. I said it before, if anyone watches reality TV and believes the jargon they're being fed, that that's what people are like, they should probably <laughs> question what But people do. People, people have do. no I know, idea. I know. Like, yeah. I, even so, I used to, like, love reality TV. I never watch it anymore because I'm just like, oh, What's the point? Yeah, yeah. Like, I don't even know. I don't know if that's real or that's, you know, who they really are or what, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. I mean, look, we've heard you speak about this before, but obviously, as you've just touched on, we were both put into the villa, I guess, as polar opposites. And you've to- you've spoken briefly about the Madonna whore complex and how you felt like that was yeah they that- want it. They do that to women all the time. This has been going on for years and years and years. There's the Madonna whore complex is so like it's so pushed upon women. It's pushed on us when we're little girls. I yeah. think like do you want to be do you want to get married and be virginal and be clean and precious or do you want to be a whore mm. like. 
because and those are the the, the options the options there's nothing in between there's nothing in between yeah so what? there's the wifey and then there's the fun basically yeah there's the girl that you marry and then there's the girl that you fuck I feel, though, because I developed at such a young age, yeah. you know, being overly sexualized and being sexualized has been prevalent in my life since mm. I was really, really young. So it's kind of like I'm almost a bit desensitized to it now. Yeah. But I thought at least going on reality TV, I'd be able to kind of narrate who I really am um, yeah. a bit more. Mm. So, but obviously I didn't get very long in there and yeah. I was... Negasaurus. <laughs> but no. yeah, like you, you didn't really get to show your personality probably as much as you would have liked. Mm. And so like therefore you kind of came out feeling a bit like, oh, I just went on this show because I'm hot and I got sexualized again, which has been happening to me my whole life. My whole life. And that was, I guess, something that you went on there to kind of change and be like, this is who I am. Like love me or hate me, but, like, this is my personality and, unfortunately, you were unable to do so. So I'm so sorry, like, you didn't get to do that because it's so, like, hard for you. Thanks, Anna. Yeah. Oh, I feel really, like, understood. Aww. <laughs> I feel seen. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, obviously that was really negative for you, but you've basically touched on the fact that you've basically come out of Love Island. Everyone has basically been asking you from the moment you got out, do you have an OnlyFans? Where's your OnlyFans? When are you getting an OnlyFans? And you've kind of caved to the pressure, could you say? A hundred percent caved to the pressure. only just them asking you? Because I know a lot of people get asked a lot of the time for OnlyFans. Like even I'll get messages, do I have an OnlyFans? And I (laughs) have no, people don't cave to the pressure. Why, Why do you think you caved then? Was the money attracted to you? Oh, I mean, obviously- money is a massive bonus Mm. but I guess I just feel like I'm never going to be able to escape that narrative yeah of being you know sexual and like overly sexualized and that's just like I can't I can't escape it anymore so I was like I may as well capitalize off it yeah so I'm not gonna like suffer from it and feel like a victim from it I'm just I'm gonna do what I can to empower myself from it yeah Does that make sense? Yeah, Yeah, 100%. And and now that you made the decision to actually do it, and obviously you've done it, number one, because of pressure, because everyone was kind of like at you, because obviously you're so gorgeous, super sexy. People have seen you and been like, wow, like if only we could get her OnlyFans. Then you've kind of been, I guess, in a way pressured into doing it, but you in a way, we're like, well, this is going to empower me because I'm taking control of the narrative. Yeah. Do you feel like you feel empowered after, like, starting it? Yes, because it's my platform that I control. I feel this sense of control over my body and I feel like as women, a lot of times in our lives, we feel like we don't have control Mm. over our bodies and we're constantly being told what we should be doing with our bodies and even just being having the decision of what I post and the fact that I can make money off this, it truly is empowering. I wouldn't lie to you. Yeah. No, I believe you 100%. And if it was affecting me mentally or I wasn't enjoying it, I would not do it because I'm not that much of a weaker person that I'm just going to do something solely for money. Yeah. yeah. And you got to understand that people that are subscribing to you, they're not there to like 
make you feel like shit. They're there because they like admire you in some way. Yeah. And yeah. it's not all about like seeing sexy photos of me. I've literally had people subscribe because they just want to chat or people mm. ask me relationship advice. I subscribe to you for that, to be honest. <laughs> like, yeah, I've had people just like, you know, and even a lot of men that are just like, I just want to talk to you about like you seem like you know you your have shit. some knowledge, like yeah. you know yeah. your yeah. shit. I just want to talk to you about relationship issues and like my emotions. And I've had these conversations with men and um, it's like, it's just not all about that. Yeah. yeah. It's not the most conventional way to make money, but it, obviously the market is flooded these days and a lot of people are doing it. How did your friends and family take it when you did it? Were they supportive or were they? Yes. So my mom, she said to me, as long as you're not doing anything like, it's hard because it's like porn. Yeah. So like not having sex on there. Yeah. Like, like not doing like hardcore stuff like that. Then yeah. she's like, that. she's like, go for it. She's like, when I was at your age, I she said, I had these like amazing nude photos taken cool. and they were like her at the beach. And she literally had one hanging up in our living room. I love that. And it was like an insanely beautiful photo and I never felt weird about it. My mum never felt weird about it and my mum always told me that like nudity and photos like that, there's nothing wrong with it. It's like beautiful. So my mum was sort of like, absolutely. She's like, just do it. Yeah. What have you got to lose? You don't want to work in politics. You're not a teacher. Like you don't, you know what I mean? So just like, just do it. Why not? You know, and it's you're so right. Like the human body is so beautiful and it's such a shame that we've been conditioned to feel like it's shameful or it should be hidden or like, you know, women have to cover up their nipples but men can just, you know, do whatever they want. Like they can, yeah, exactly. And so, you know, it's such a good point that you make. Like why not? Yeah, she's like why not? And I just feel like women – even from when we're young, we're taught to be like ashamed of our bodies, like even ashamed of getting periods and ashamed of having bodily functions. And I feel like there's so much shame put on women mm. about their bodies yeah. Yeah. that it's kind of like taking back that power. Yeah. And I always say to like, I even I have this like private um, account on Instagram now. It's called Phoebe No Filter. I follow it. Oh, do you? Yeah. And I posted this photo and I said, like, you know, my mum always said to me, make sure you get some amazing nudes in your life when you're young or when you're feeling really good about yourself so you can look back at those photos and think, fuck, I was, like, insane. I was fucking hot. Even if it's just for you. Like, yeah. And, like, you know, I know there's a lot of negativity put on OnlyFans or personal websites, but I honestly think it's, like, so positive and, you know, as long as you're mentally in a good headspace, then why mm. not? Yeah, I like my mum's parents are very conservative. My dad's very conservative. Yeah. And I get that. And I've had like male friends, like one of my male friends, he said to me, he's like, I don't have an issue with like exclusive content, but he's like, but my parents do. So I could never date a girl that had that. Mm. He's like, even if I fell in love with her, I have no issue with it, but it's just, I can't, my parents. Yeah. Right. And I get that. And I'm like, that's fine. Yeah. And I totally respect that. Yeah. And look, that's a really good segue into what we wanted to ask you because obviously you went on to Love Island to find love. Have mm. you found love? <laughs> this is literally like I get this is another I'm getting pressured like as well like I did with OnlyFans about like people just asking me, are you dating anyone? It's yeah. been years. We've not seen you even like a whiff of like yeah. anyone in your life. Mm. And I think I just... I had such a toxic relationship, my last relationship I was in with for three years, mm. that 
I've kind of now been like, I want to be super, super private. I don't want to post anything on social media unless I'm we're like married. Yeah. Like I'm just keeping that shit to myself because people just hurt you and ruin and it, ruin yeah. it, and disappoint you. And I don't want to do that publicly. Mm. Yeah, it's rough. Yeah, it's so rough. And yeah. also people try and sabotage you. So if mm-hmm. someone knows that you're dating this person, that can be, you know, the green light to go and start shit, to try and ruin your relationship. People, like, hate people who are happy yeah. and they try and, like, sabotage things. Yeah. So I was like, I don't want to give any other girls ammo or any other guys ammo to try and, like, attack anything special that I have. Yeah. But, yeah, I've def- I've dated since Love Island. Yeah. Anyone special right now? okay yes i have been i have been seeing a guy yeah and i've actually known him for like 10 years cool so i first met him when i was like 20 21 on and off for 10 years or it's kind of weird because like when i met him i broke up with my current boyfriend for six months and in that breakup i like moved to a different state wow and i was kind of like i met him and we were like, just nothing serious, just very casual. Mm-hmm. And then I left and got back with my boyfriend. And we always just kept in contact and we never ended up together. Mm-hmm. I mean, he was kind of had his issues and I had my issues and whatnot. And I've like, I openly say I've got really bad commitment issues. Mm-hmm. You do. And it's mainly just because like, I am protecting myself. Yeah. And I'm very scared about being vulnerable because I've just been so badly hurt. Mm. And that's totally understandable. Like, I just feel like the more toxicity and pain you've gone through, the higher those walls become, right? Oh, absolutely. And it's gotten to the point now. But after Love Island, I was so like, even prior to Love Island and after Love Island, I was single. And it was probably the only time I've been properly single for a long period of time Mm. since I was about 15. So I had a lot of emotional baggage and trauma from past relationships. But now it's gotten to, it got to the point where I was like so comfortable being single that I would not let anyone in. Mm. Yeah. But you did so much work on yourself, like talking to- as like your friends. Like you mm. you were single and you were properly single. Like you weren't even texting anyone and you were like, no, Anna, like I can't, I can't do it. Like I'm not letting anyone in because I just have to like – be alone. I have to learn how to be alone and like I need to learn how to regulate my emotions myself and I don't want to crave attention all the time. I don't want to have to need to do that because yeah. I feel like when you do that, you just attract like pieces of shit because yeah. you're like just kind of a bit desperate. Yeah, and you're kind of just willing to go, okay, like I'll put up with that, that and that because you're at least I'll time. have someone to go home to sleep with at night. <laughs> yeah, like I just I just need, I need to, that's the only, like I need that security that someone wants me and I was like, yeah. I want to get rid of that yeah. so I don't end up with assholes anymore. Mm. And I would literally go months without even like kissing a guy. Yeah. I remember. But I'm the big whore, remember? But that, and, and, <laughs> and you know what? That's the crazy thing, Phoebe, is that, like, you don't sleep around at all. Like, mm. I've known you for two years now. Like, when we were both single, I went out, I kissed a boy, and you were just, like, home to bed. And I, like, honestly, and, and, that's, and there's nothing wrong with that, yeah. obviously, like, either way. But, like, you know, obviously because you have your own website now, like OnlyFans, whatever you want to call it, 
people have this perception of you and it's kind of like that like wrong perception that people have of people on social media or the wrong perception people have of people on reality TV just because you have exclusive content does not make you a whore. Yeah, exactly. And I feel like a lot of the time these women that are doing these, not all of them, but like a lot of them that I know, Mm. they're not promiscuous. Mm. They just are business savvy. They just want to capitalise off everything they possibly can. Yeah. Yeah. Question. So you're seeing a new guy. What's his thoughts on you having your exclusive content? So obviously, like, we've known each other for a really long time Mm. and, um, like, been, you know, on and off friends and and whatnot, never been together. Um, And he obviously knew I was doing the website, but he is, like, an entrepreneur. He's, like, quite successful in his own right and Mm. he is very, like, he doesn't see things as, like... He doesn't get too emotionally invested in things. He sees it as like that's an amazing way to make money Mm. that you can capitalise off this. So when he like when we started hanging out, he was like, fuck, this is so sick. He loved it. He just thought it was like this is the best thing. He was like, if I was a chick, I would be doing X, Y, Z. And he even like started helping me with the whole business side of things and giving me ideas to like, you know, earn more money or to generate this or to generate that. Like he was so on board with it and still is. Yeah. And even if I'm like slacking or he'd be like, babe, you should go and do this, like, or do this. Or have you been on, you know, you know, just very encouraging. That's awesome. awesome, Cause like you, you guys are seeing it for what it is. Like it's a business at the end of the day. Yeah, exactly. And he's, you know, he's a bit older. He's like 35. So He's not a little boy. He's a fucking, he's a man. You know what I mean? Mm. Like. <laughs> Why did you look at me when you said that? <laughs> I was like looking at you. Like, <laughs> yeah. Fuck off. <laughs> I'm joking. Oh, I know. So it's never been an issue for you guys? Oh, nah. So one time we did have an argument and he fucking brought it up. Stop. What did he say? Like, I was actually getting a little bit heated towards him because of how, like, his sort of behaviour with other girls. Right. Fair okay. enough. Fair bump. On social media. We all, I feel like every couple has goes we through a weird thing it. with, like, how the other one is behaving on social media. That's like, just posts, <laughs> making comments, like, that shit. I fucking it's, it's can't about, handle that shit. Yeah, yeah, I've just gone through it. It's about setting the boundaries and what you expect and from And respecting your partner. Yeah, and for me, yeah. it's like, I'm very proud. So I'm like, if the guy that I'm seeing is out on Instagram, like commenting on other girls' photos. Not I'm like, on. that's fucking... That's em- it's embarrassing it for me. Like, and especially... What about a like? Well, the thing... Okay, <laughs> well, I'm just going to tell... I'm just going to tell... Tell like, the story. We want to hear it. So, obviously, like, I'm, I'm a model as well and I'm like, you know, there's a, a pretty big model scene in Sydney and I notice a guy that I was... that I'm seeing every single model in Sydney and most of them I know... Mm. Every time I'd, their page would come up, he would be liking their photos. Did he nah. follow them? Well, yeah. 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 If you see. He, fo- he follows a lot. He likes models. Oh, okay. Well, I thought he might go out of his way and just oh, like okay. them. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So, no. like, yeah, going in the explore. So he's following them. He's liking their photos. He's commenting. I saw a couple of comments. They weren't really like, they weren't too like sleazy or aggressive or anything but I know what fucking men are doing when they're going on and they're liking lots of girls photos that he doesn't even know you know you're trying to get your attention their attention sorry and especially he's got a type he likes dark skin dark hair like 
I feel like every model in Sydney that like has a similar look to me, he mm. he'd be hard out in their life in their photo. And it may sound petty to people, but I'm like, mate, you've got a business and you're 35. How do you have time to be liking other bitches' photos? (laughs) (laughs) Like, it's true. What is he doing? Like, fuck me. That's a bit. He's got like a beautiful glamazon, like stunning woman. Like, why? What is the need for these guys? Yeah, that he's been chasing for like nine years. He's literally been chasing me for nine years, and now he's finally and he's finally got me and you are trying to do petty ass shit like that yeah and then i kind of bring it up because i'm like very i'm not i'm not afraid like i'll just say if i don't like something i'll fucking tell you yeah Yeah, we know respect you for it yeah Yeah. we love that (laughs) and he just turns around he's like what are you this is like you know trying to be like you're you're being fucking dramatic it doesn't mean anything and then he goes and how can you even talk? You've got a fucking <gasps> website. And I was like, no, you, you did yeah. not. Like, oh. Don't even go don't there. Don't even go there. And the thing is, is like, I know he doesn't even care. He's not triggered by my website at all. He loves it. But it was he just, just to hurt did you. it to hurt me. And I said, I like, you know, broke it down very quickly. I was like, that is so fucking low. Like I was doing this. Before I met you, you knew I was doing this mm. and you've been 100% on board it. and encouraging. You can't pick and choose when you want to be, like, you know, supportive. okay with it yeah. and supportive. And I'm like, what you're doing right now, you're just trying to fucking hurt me. It's toxic. It's so toxic. I was like, if you ever bring up my website in an argument again to use against me, like, we are fucking done. Yeah. yeah. Straight fair, up. Fair play. And he didn't, he hasn't brought it up since, but, like, you know. Who knows? He's on thin ice. He's on fucking thin ice. Has he liked any girls' photos since? No, nah. that we've seen. So, so you learned <laughs> from... Mate, I don't think you understand. Like, I'm a dictator. <laughs> like, no, like, I'm like, you cannot even, like, you can't even sneeze without me knowing. Like, I will grill, like, the littlest things. But that comes, I think, from being um, hurt. hurt and having commitment issues mm. and also self-sabotage. Like, it hasn't been easy for him either because... When things are really good, I will find something mm. to have a go at him about because I'm scared of things being good and me having to, like, commit. Yeah. And you know what? It, at least you're aware of it yeah. and you are you know it's happening and if you want, hopefully Stop you're <laughs> stopping, stopping those, like, little self-sabotage moments. Yeah. I'm aware and I, I become, like, I have my little, like, being a psycho or whatever, being mm. dramatic, and then I'm. it only takes me a couple of hours to be, like, that was like me just trying to sabotage shit. Yeah. But I feel like a lot of women, um, I think, you know, we, we get that stereotype that we're crazy or dramatic, but mm. I feel like a lot of women is just coming from a place of like care, care and fear. Yeah. yeah. Like starting arguments or being upset over things that don't need to, you know, have that yeah. much emotion towards it. Yeah. But I think, you know, a good man will be like, when you're having your little episode, will be like, babe, like I'm here, you're safe. Yeah. Like I'm not going anywhere. Like yeah, I'm here to that, support. Does that make you feel better? 100%. Yeah, yeah. 100%. It's all around security. Everything I've, as we as humans is about being secure and insecure. Yeah. I've, yeah, okay. I've been in scenarios and that hasn't worked. 
But it, but it just yeah. But it, how? What exactly? What did you say, Mark? <laughs> we're not interviewing me. We're interviewing you. Yeah, I can't. Like, I'm a bit, you know what? I, you know what? I'm so glad you touched on this because it's so true. Like. Yeah. If I get upset about something that I'm insecure about in past relationships that were classified, I guess, as toxic, and someone just bites back at me, it can start a huge war. But It makes you feel more insecure. More insecure. And then it's just like a mountain of just like trouble and problems. But the moment someone says, babe, I can see you're really stressed out. I just want you to know that I'm here. Like you're I'm safe. Not, you're not going anywhere. I'm not going to abandon you. Yeah. I love you. Like all you, of this, this is a safe space for you. Even as a Positive guy, I affirmations. Look for that. Yeah, men. It yeah, goes both ways. It goes, it goes both, both ways. ways. And like literally, I, it's it's very powerful. Mm. Mm-hmm. And I think it's a lesson that we can all learn. Like if your partner is feeling insecure, you can tell them that. But then also, like it's good to school them and be like, look, like this is what I need from you. Yeah. In those moments where you can tell I'm feeling a little bit maybe irrational, a little bit insecure. I feel um, like yeah. I might be like starting a fight or whatever it is. <laughs> starting what a fight. I mean, I am the that? queen of oh. starting fucking arguments. Oh, I feel like sometimes I, 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 I can see the words coming out of my mouth and I'm like, just go, like, just try to pull them, back. pull them back in when I'm feeling like that. I'm like, don't do it. And then I do. And an argument starts. Phoebe. We could literally talk to you all day. We have to get you back on our show. Like, this has mm-hmm. been so amazing. I have so much more stuff I want to talk to you, you about. Are being serious? Don't are worry. You just, or is this part of the... No, 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 no. no, no. <laughs> Don't worry. I'm going to push for you to get just, back on again. <laughs> we ge- no, no, no. We, I, we genuinely want to have you back on. Like, I have so much more topics that mm-hmm. I just feel like we can absolutely Great. rip into. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Thank you for coming on the show. It's been so good to see you. Like, I'm so sorry I haven't seen you in too long. But, of course, like, you know, at the state of the world, I haven't been able to come to Sydney. But, honestly, thank you for coming on because this has been so good. And thank you for being so open. Yeah, thanks, Sue. It's been a pleasure. Thanks, guys. (laughs) (laughs) Until next time, guys. Bye. Bye.